0: This podcast of The Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit the Seanstevensonmodel.com.
1: Welcome to The Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my amazing, talented, beautiful, you are super gorge. Thanks. Co host and producer <laughs> Jade Burrell. What's up, Jade?
0: What's up, Sean?
1: How are you today? Today,
0: I am (laughs) delighterical.
1: Delighterical. Yes, I am
0: hysterically delighted today.
1: Okay. I see how you did that. Yeah, well. You're going to stack it up like (laughs) that. I like it. I like
0: it. It brings me joy.
1: Everybody, I hope you're (laughs) delighterical today. If I said that right. If not, you will be. No disrespect. Oh, all good. Yes, you definitely will be. We've got an incredible show lined up for Mm -hmm. you guys and a very, very special guest. Amazing, amazing show topic. This is. Is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get to the core Ooh. today. We're gonna get to the core of your core. Okay. All right. We're gonna get to the core it's of fat loss. There. It's
0: in there somewhere.
1: <laughs> the layers. They got the six pack. I got a K. That's right. And I like
0: I it. No, like I don't really it. like it.
1: So we're gonna get into that today and uh, talk about some really fascinating things to do with hormones, which Ooh. is one. It's really, you know, when we talk about this whole conversation, whether it's sleep related, whether it's our, our drive to eat, whether it's mm-hmm. fat loss related, it's all really governed by a hormone function. You know, we don't talk about this enough in popular culture. You know, these hormones, they're these... Kind of chemical messengers that basically translate signals mm-hmm. to every cell in your body. It's creating this whole communication. If that communication, just imagine if you're trying to communicate right. with somebody that's in another state, which is basically your brain to your, mm-hmm. uh, to your butt. All right, your brain to your butt. That's a whole different state. We'll say <laughs> that's a whole different country. Right. In, and in that communication, <laughs> and you're trying to send messages through a pigeon. Mm-hmm. You remember when they used to send a, a, a what is it with Game of Thrones? They like send a dove or raven.
0: They're sending a raven. Like sending that, yeah. a raven. Yeah. That's
1: not very efficient. Mm-hmm. All right. That's not very efficient. It can get lost along the but way. Now we have the Internet. Yeah. You know, we've got to get that Internet connection going on, that communication mm-hmm. with your uh, hormones. And that's what today's all about. So really efficient. excited about that. But for me, pre-workout. Oh, all boy. Right? pre-workout yesterday. I really mm-hmm. hit that formula for me. It's protein powder okay. and the Shroom Tech Sport. I found that's my jam. Yeah. That's my peanut butter and jam right there. Uh, So, shroom tech is based on cordyceps mushroom. We're talking thousands of years, over 2,000 years of documented history in Chinese medicine. That's too legit to quit. For real. It is. Right. It is. Hey, hey. And now, today, our modern testing methods have confirmed its efficacy. Clinically proven to increase your endurance, all right? There's not many things that can do that, Mm -hmm. all right, that are legal, (laughs) all right? But this can. And also clinically proven to improve your insulin sensitivity, which can be very helpful for a lot of people. But it also, it gives you this kind of very centered, calm, present energy not this like spike that you can get with some Mm pre-workouts and back in the day okay when i was doing the whole you know bro science meathead thing i didn't care you know (laughs) so i was just throwing whatever pre-workout in there and you take too many scoops and you're like you're you're tweaking a little bit and then there'll be
0: the crash
1: yes of course it just feels very very strange walking around like I don't even want to talk about it. All right, just close <laughs> that
0: chapter. looked a little strange, but also, too, so it imagine. also
1: has methylcobalamin, which is the methylated mm-hmm. form of B12, which a lot of supplements don't use the right form of B12 that your body can actually use. Um, green tea extract, which is going to be something super hot that you're going to hear a lot more about. Uh, there's a compound in there that can actually trigger, and that's why I'm so excited about our guest today, mm-hmm. uh, the breakdown of your stored fatty acids oh, as well. Yeah. So green tea's got some magic in there. and yeah. There's a lot of studies talking about green tea, but specifically there's a compound in the green tea, in the extract. That does that magic. So okay. all that's in Shroom Tech Sport. Make okay. sure you
0: get yours. All right. If you're not working out, it's great for everyday living. <laughs> you need a pre-life. Pre-life, baby. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> it.com forward slash model. So that's
1: O-N-N-I-T dot com forward slash M-O-D-E-L. Mm-hmm. Also try out that Hemp Force Protein. That's what I use now. Let's get to the iTunes review of the week.
0: My new driving buddies. This is a five-star rating from Emma Barrett. I'm so thankful that I found this podcast. I now have a significant commute to work, which I actually look forward to because I get to hang out with Sean and Jade. In the last couple of years, I've been driving headfirst into holistic health and nutrition, and this podcast has taken me over the edge. I've learned so much about topics I already thought I knew about and topics that I didn't even know existed. Sean is so knowledgeable and i appreciate how everything he shares is backed up by research i enjoy the variety of speakers and topics and always know i'll walk away smarter because of it one of my goals is to become a certified nutritional therapist and i know that part of that desire has stemmed from listening to this podcast so thank you from the bottom of my heart
1: yes thank you (laughs) thank you so much i actually yeah I just put my arm up in the air in Mm -hmm. celebration for you that is so amazing and um, it's not an accident that you got connected with this show and got connected with me and what we're doing and you are an ally on this so I appreciate you so much and thank you for leaving that review for us for sure everybody thank thank you yes let's go team Mm -hmm. thanks for leaving these reviews on iTunes come on let's keep them going if you haven't done you're like and now I keep meaning to do do it right Push pause. We want I it. promise I will be here when you get back. <laughs> Push pause, leave us a review. I appreciate it so much. And on that note, let's go ahead and get to our special guest and our topic of the day. Today's guest is Dr. Jade Tita. Did
0: you say Jade?
1: I did. Oh, I did. Man. This fella. I like that name. This fella's name is Jade, and he is a boss. Oh, All right, man. so Dr. Jade Tita is an integrative physician, naturopath, and personal trainer with over 25 years of experience helping people to achieve their health weight loss, and fitness goals. He is the founder and CEO of Metabolic Effect, Inc., and author of the best-selling book, The Metabolic Effect Diet. And he's a regular contributor to many publications, including the Huffington Post and the textbook of natural medicine. The number one natural medicine textbook used in medical schools across the country. Jade has completed an estimated ten thousand workouts in his lifetime, so that right there says a lot and has worked with thousands of weight loss and fitness seekers from all over the world through his metabolic effect clinic and online programs. And I've got to tell you from firsthand experience and being able to um, d- just really recently consuming his content and having the opportunity to talk with him. He is one of the most brilliant people that I've ever talked to, nice. and his ability to simplify complex ideas, which I pride myself on doing, right. is nobody better. And I'd like to welcome to the Model, mm. model Health Show, Dr. JT. How you doing today, man?
2: Hey guys, Sean, Jade. Thanks for having me, you guys. So glad to hey have man, you. Hey man, it's
1: totally my pleasure. And so first of all, 10,000 workouts, right?
2: bro. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot, man. I started at 15 years old doing this, you know, and, uh, when you take all that into account, personal training group exercise, it is a ton of people. And to be honest with you, uh, I think that experience is really what defines everything I do, because when you work with that many people, you realize we're all very, very different. Yes. And so you have to come up with individualized solutions, which is what I specialize in.
1: Yeah. And I want to hear more about that. So that was pretty early on in life so what got you interested in health and fitness in the first place and then transition what got you interested in wanting to go to uh to the collegiate level and become a doctor in this field
2: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah well you know it's for a lot of us it starts out with sports right so i had two older brothers (laughs) who were running me up and down the football field and beat me up and i told my dad i said i want to do what they are doing and they were into weight training and my father said you can't do it you're too young but you can do sit-ups and push-ups. So I would do thousands of sit-ups and push-ups, thousands of them. And I saw I built my body, I got strong, I started keeping up with my older brothers and then I got into nutrition. I said, hey, I wanna do everything I can to be great at sport. But something along the way happened and I started getting other people asking me, how are you doing this? How are you getting stronger? How are you, uh, you know, able to understand nutrition? Can you help me lose weight? This is even at 15 years old. I was writing programs for guys on the football team. Wow. And, um, you know, you talk about this a lot, Sean, when you when you bump in, when your passion starts to bump into your purpose, yeah. all of a sudden this light bulb starts going off in your head and you're just like, wow, man, I'm, I'm good at this. And this is, this brings me meaning and, and I can build a legacy out of this. And so once I saw that at an early age, I was like, you know what, this is where I have to go. It lit me up inside, you know, it gave me goosebumps when I would talk to people and I was like, I got to do this for a living. So that changed everything, went into biochemistry in undergrad. And then I reached sort of a sticking point actually because uh, I wanted to go to medical school but when i was looking around and i know you guys probably know this when i was looking around at medical schools i was shocked because none of them offered nutrition education right. and none of them offered exercise education either and i was just like i can't go into a field that doesn't do that and so i found an integrative program at Bastier university in seattle washington that trained primary care physicians in alternative complementary functional integrative medicine and that was just uh Really, really useful for me uh, in terms of um, being able to take my passion and turn it into something uh, sort of magical. And then there was one more stop along the way before I got to where I am today. And that is when I got out in clinical practice, I realized that, like you, that I'm a teacher and that is where I excel most as a teacher. And so I instead of going the traditional route, I opened up a consulting clinic, put my stuff online and sort of the rest is history
1: man love it and uh i've got your latest book right here and i had no idea i don't know why they didn't link us up but we had the same publisher Rodale, and it's lose weight here yeah and man of course i should have known that i was going to love the book as much as i do but um what what happened was i started reading it and i just couldn't put the book down you know i just devoured it it's Mm -hmm. absolutely amazing and there's so many insights in here, like aha moments for people. It's kind of, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. But the, some of these things, you know, if, if you're in this field playing at a high level, it's a little bit common knowledge, but he's breaking down why it works, There you go. which is oftentimes important because people also, our psychology is a little different. You know, some people just want to know how, mm-hmm. just tell me what to do, all right. right? Point me in the direction. But other people are like, why? Right. why? Why would right. I go do that? You know, and other people are more like... You know what's the reason? What am I going to get? You know, and this yeah. kind of these different things. And I think you guys do a great job, you and your brother, of kind of communicating to all psychological types. Mm-hmm. And I think it's fascinating. But one of the things you talk you about, and I want to get and into. His brother, yes. So his brother, we so can't leave his brother you out.
0: Add that part of the story because he <laughs> caught up to them. Yeah. And now your brother. So you guys went to
2: school together, yeah. Yeah, we went to school together. Keone is my brother's name. So with Hawaiian background there. And uh, he's, he's just a genius guy. He tends to be on the backstage a little bit. He's more in the clinic, but uh, I love him. He takes good care of me. And we got to do this together, which has been phenomenal. We've yeah. been on a incredible journey together.
1: Yeah, so awesome. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. But one of the things you guys talk about and really boiling this stuff down is the law of metabolic compensation. All right. The yeah. law of metabolic compensation. Can you tell us about that?
2: It's incredibly important concept. So everybody listening really needs to understand that the way that we think about metabolism in general is all wrong. It is all wrong. And in fact, it's so wrong. It is the thing that's causing problems for people. I don't don't know if you guys are aware, you probably saw, but a couple months ago, there was on the New York Times printed an article about the biggest losers and how the people who did the biggest loser had Essentially, metabolic changes that were detrimental six years later, and that yes. most of them gained the weight back. And the reason why is because of this law of metabolic compensation and the idea that the metabolism does not work like a calculator like we think it does nor does it work like a chemistry set, by the way. The way the metabolism really works, if we're gonna give it sort of a simplistic metaphor, which we really shouldn't, but if we're going to, then you probably wanna think of a boomerang, or a seesaw, or a pendulum, or anything that uh, basically comes back against you when you push on it, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's sort of like a tug of war match. And this is what we're doing. So the law of metabolic compensation essentially says that when you try to do something to your metabolism, it will respond by pushing back against you. And if you continue pushing on it, it will continue to resist you. And what begins to happen is when you do that, you will not only slow your weight loss and fat loss results but you will create a situation that actually makes it more difficult for you to lose weight in the future. And here's what's crazy, Sean, Jade, you guys, you may have heard this, but I don't know if your listeners have or not, but here's what's crazy. When you look at the law of metabolic compensation, what essentially it says is that dieting by using the old model of eat less and exercise more may actually be a contributing cause of weight gain. Mm -hmm. Now that is shocking when you think about it. Mm -hmm. That's what the law of metabolic compensation says. So let's break it down just real quick. So you guys can get a sense of this. Let's say me, Jade and Sean all go on a diet. Right. And we basically are eating less and exercising more. Now, what's going to happen is we're all individuals. So we'll get different results. Maybe Sean gets faster results than Jade and I. Right. For sure. But what begins to happen along (laughs) the way is each one of us, if we're eating less and exercising more, we begin to have our metabolisms push back against us. So we're going to start getting hungry. We're gonna start getting cravings. We're gonna have our energy become unstable and unpredictable, and then one very nasty thing begins to happen, and that is our metabolic rate begins to decline, and what happens is, we think this is a willpower effect, right? We just think, Mm. oh, we just gotta dig in and have more willpower, but you cannot win a battle of wills against your physiology. So what begins to happen is, we are going to begin to Cheat. We are going to begin to have difficulty sleeping. Our mood is going to begin to change and our body's doing everything it can to make us eat more, crave more and save more fat. And so when we break the diet, which we eventually will, all of us are going to regain the weight back and probably then some. So the statistics say this clearly. The statistics say diets don't work. 95% of people who go on, eat less, exercise more programs, gain the weight back and 66% end up fatter because we don't understand this law of metabolic compensation. So what we really need to be doing is working with the metabolism. When it starts to compensate, we must compensate with it. And by doing that, we then begin to be able to Stop these plateaus, resist these weight changes that are negative over the long term. Oh, man,
1: I love it. First of all, this is definitely going to be jarring for people who are not familiar with this because this is all we've been taught. Yes eat less, exercise more. So people are going to be like, "Whoa, well, what?"
0: Did right. I do? mis-education. I thought that this is what we're...
1: and it's yeah. so cool because Jade and I, you know, we've only recently connected, but we've been on these parallel tracks and I hear so many of my the thing my beliefs, the things that I communicate, you know, one of the things that I talk about is getting into this battle of your willpower versus your biology, you know, and your biology mm-hmm. is going to win. It has to win. And everything about us, every cell in our body is designed for one thing primarily which is to survive all right it doesn't care that we have fancy stuff today that like we got you know our iphones and we can <laughs> wear a nice suit or whatever and put on some uh what's a fancy cologne i don't know a burberry cologne i don't know you you can do all this fancy stuff but your biology is still hardwired for what we're talking about hundreds Mm -hmm, and hundreds of thousands mm -hmm, of years mm -hmm. of evolution for one purpose which is survival so as soon as you start pulling away calories and doing more activity your metabolism has to slow down because it thinks that there's a famine right and it thinks that you're searching for food and you're not finding it (laughs) and you're going to agree
0: (laughs) and and here's
1: the thing and i want Jay to talk about this muscle is very expensive to carry yeah all right so first thing you're going to start doing is burning away your muscle and if you look at the research upwards of 70 percent of the weight you lose Through normal, you know, this kind of conventional diet methods of exercising more and eating less, upwards of 70% of the weight you lose is from your lean muscle. When you start losing your muscle, we start getting into some real problems long term. So let's talk a little bit about that, Jade, is why is building muscle so important?
2: Well, you know, it's really interesting. The law of metabolic compensation, right? Just like you said. So the body begins to slow down. Your fat burning potential begins to slow down. That's what happens in the short term. But what happens in the long term is the reason you regain the weight and then even overshoot the mark and gain more fat is because just what you said, as you're losing weight, most people aren't really paying attention to what type of weight they're losing. So, yeah, they're losing some fat. But if you're doing it the wrong way, you're also losing this lean metabolic tissue as well. And so what happens is the rate of calorie burn that you have before you started the diet and after you started the diet is much less after the fact. In fact, they show it can be 300 calories less on average per day. Some of those biggest losers actually, they claimed 500 to 800 calories less per day. Why? Because of losing this metabolic potential with your muscle. And that's the way to think about muscle, you guys. It is your metabolic potential. You have to hold on to that. And so the idea then becomes, not just losing weight, but making sure you're losing fat and maintaining muscle. That's a critical component to beat this law of metabolic compensation. It's absolutely essential.
1: Yes, yes. I I, I definitely I'm pro that <laughs> I vote for that.
0: Well, that gives me hope and I'm sure some other listeners, because with that knowledge, then you you probably have dealt with blaming yourself and feeling, man, why can't I get this right? Why can't I just? get through this. And there's so much more involved. Again, it's not your your willpower, but you can get the things in to work for you and with you to overcome that and realize that, hey, if my willpower couldn't get me there, it's not going to be the thing to keep me from it either.
2: Yeah. And one thing I'll add to this, guys, if you want your listeners who love the science and some people may not be aware of this, but most people think, right, we think that fat and we think fat and muscle is just these sort of inert sort of tissues. You know, fat is a storage depot and most people think, mm-hmm. oh, muscle just moves around. These are actually endocrine organs. So your fat is releasing hormones. Your muscles are releasing hormones. And so when you move muscle, you're actually releasing what I call metabolic smoke, which basically is all these signaling molecules that tell the liver, burn sugar better, they tell the fat cells, hey fat cells burn fat, they tell the brain, hey brain, have less hunger, be more satisfied, don't get as many cravings. And so when you lose muscle, don't think of it just as a calorie phenomenon, think of it as you are losing your hormonal, metabolic, beneficial soup that really changes your body. So every time you move, you are releasing hormones from the muscle. And this is why we don't wanna just think about exercise, but we wanna think about movement, right? And so we now know that movement Sitting is the new cigarettes, right? Sitting is the new smoking. The reason why is because even when you're walking around slow motion fidgeting and all those kind of things, your muscle, if it's moving, it is releasing these hormones which burn fat, control hunger, and all of that kind of stuff. And so you do not want to lose your muscle tissue at all costs. You must maintain it. Yes, that's thank huge. You. Wow, and that
0: puts it just stark like a billboard. you know, you see it and you're like, okay, That's where we got to be.
2: Let's
1: talk about the other part of that. You mentioned how muscle is this kind of catalyst for a lot of good things. You you said also that fat is another uh, endocrine organ. So let's talk about some of the things that can happen there with too much of it.
2: Yeah, you could think about this as a tug of war back and forth between fat, right, and muscle. It's like this tug of war. Fat is releasing inflammatory. Uh, molecules, inflammatory hormones that are telling the body things like be inflamed, have more hunger, uh, have more cravings. Fat is, you can kind of think of fat like a self-perpetuating parasite, right? It's a parasite that basically feeds it It wants to get bigger. It wants to grow. And the muscle is the fighter of that. It's the thing that balances that. So it's the yin and yang of this hormonal balance. So how do you push more towards the muscle and fat burning? You do move more and you exercise smartly. Okay. That's the difference here that we'll get into a minute. So you really want to be pushing and having behaviors that perpetuate muscle and burn fat, and these two are sort of battling back and forth like in a tug of war. Every choice you make, every single time you sit down to eat what you choose to eat, you have the ability to push more towards muscle and less fat. Every time you exercise or move a particular way, you push more towards muscle and less towards the fat burning signals. Every time you sleep effectively, every time you relax, you meditate, you get a massage, all these things that go into our lifestyle are balancing this equation more in favor of those beneficial hormones that muscle release versus those negative hormones that fat releases.
1: So that leads to a perfect segue into this whole concept out there. A lot of people talk about with the marketing, with the uh, the, the headlines and the magazines, newspapers on the internet, build muscle, burn fat now. Right. But can you actually do that at the same time? You know, is how is that even possible? And there's the concept you talk about in the book called metabolic multitasking so is it even possible to build muscle and burn fat at the same time
2: it is possible, but it is very, very difficult to do. And it's almost impossible the way most people are going about it. So let's talk about this a minute. Cause every single one of us have seen this. If you ever go to a gym, if you ever pay attention to anyone working out, you see essentially two things happen. You see people lifting weights, right? right. And you see them not doing much cardio, eating protein, this kind of thing. And what happens is they get muscular, But they don't really burn a whole lot of fat. So I kind of call this situation muscle fat, right? We've all seen these type of people that you they look muscular, but they're not really that lean. But then on the other side of the equation, we have these people who run and run and run, kind of cut calories or cut carbs, and they're burning fat. But they're not really maintaining muscle. In fact, they're burning muscle, too. And I call this phenomena skinny fat. So most people, when they embark on trying to change their body, they don't want to be muscle fat or skinny fat. They want to be lean, fit. They want the six pack. Right. They want to have this tight toned body. You need to understand this law of metabolic multitasking to get this right. So let's go back to metabolic compensation because you have to understand that before we get into metabolic multitasking. When the body begins to compensate, your hunger, your energy, your cravings will go out of check. So remember, HEC, heck. it's an acronym for hunger, energy, and cravings. When your heck is in check, your metabolism is balanced. When your heck is out of check, your metabolism is not balanced and you are in compensation mode. Mm. In order to multitask, in order to burn fat and build muscle at the same time, when your heck goes out of check, you have to change your approach. So let me go slowly here so you guys can understand what I mean by this. Most people, right, they're going to start by eating less and exercising more, Mm. which in and of itself is not a terrible thing. It's just that we do it forever and ever and ever thinking it's going to work forever and ever. And it only works for a brief time because your metabolism compensates. So when your metabolism compensates, you need to go and try another approach. So let me break these approaches down for you. Eat less, exercise more is one approach everyone knows. Most people know the opposite approach, which is eat more, exercise less, sort of the couch potato approach, right? And most people live in these two things, the dieter, the couch potato, the dieter, the couch potato. But there are two other ways that you can have your metabolism respond. These are the following, eat less, exercise less. Now I know that sounds odd, but this is the way most Europeans did things for years and years and years, It's the reason they stay so lean. Eat less, exercise less. They move a lot, they walk, they eat very few calories, but you don't see them out there hoisting weights or doing sprints or metabolic conditioning and all that kind of stuff. They eat less, they exercise less. The other approach is eat more, exercise more, like an athlete, right? They're training a lot, They're performing at a high level. No athlete in their right mind is going to cut calories or carbs when they're performing at that level. So they eat more, exercise more. So if you understand all of that, what you need to understand, if you want to build muscle and at the same time burn fat, when your metabolism compensates, when your heck goes out of check, you need to change to one of these other toggles. You need to move from an eat less, exercise more approach to eat less, exercise less or eat more, exercise more. And this allows the metabolism to keep responding. It's a very beautiful approach. Remember, your metabolism is adaptive. It's reactive. It is changeable, right? Mm -hmm. If that's the case, then you can't do the same thing forever and ever and ever. You must change as well. So this approach allows you to do that. Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) This is paradigm shifts here, you know, because of course, Going to a traditional university, I was taught basically the two things, which is: if you want to lose weight, you should go ahead and eat less, exercise more. Right. If you want to gain weight, eat more, exercise less. Mm-hmm. You want to stay That's the same, it. right? Just try and keep them the same. Mm-hmm. Right. Now we're bringing to bear these two other important concepts that are lo- left out of the conversation, but you see them all the all time. time. Yeah. Eat less, exercise less. When you're
0: fasting. What
1: a concept. Yeah. You know, eat less, exercise less. Just lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've seen this, you know, with having my wife being from Kenya, you can see the culture. They're not like going to the gym, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, mm-hmm. but they're also not eating a lot of food either. Right. right. And you see that, as he mentioned, um, you know, in certain cultures, it's one of the things that is just, it's just the way life is. Mm-hmm. But then the other side of the coin, eat more, exercise more, which is the life of an athlete, which we're talking about millions and millions and millions of people that are doing this to great, uh, great success, Mm. you know, but how do you actually stack those together for your needs? That is the question that I want to pose to Jade. I mean, how can you possibly do both at the same time or even within the same construct of maybe even a weekend? That's what we're going to talk about right after this break. And we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, with all of the things that we're exposed to today, the environmental toxicity, the weird stuff showing up in our food supply, we've got to do things to really support our immune system. Our immune system is really running the show on so many different levels to keep us healthy. And one of the most powerful things for supporting a healthy immune system is making sure that we're getting in some immunomodulators. So what does that mean? These are substances that can help to elevate our immune system in response to things that might be trying to creep their way into our body, into cells and defend us against those things. But it can also bring the immune system back down, calm it down if things are running too hot, aka we're dealing with some autoimmunity. We need things that are intelligent. Many drugs out there that are pushed through pharmaceutical companies, though they mean well, they push your immune system in one direction, and that can really mess things up on the Back end, you know, leading to AKA side effects. So to avoid that, getting some natural immunoregulators are going to be a powerful thing you add into your life. How I do that, and it's been a consistent basis, pretty much every single day for the past three months now. I've been using every day, and even had it this morning. The incredible mushroom elixirs from Four Sigmatic. So head over to Four Sigmatic. Dot com forward slash model. So that's dot com forward slash model. And you're going to get 10% off all of these amazing superfood elixirs. My favorite is the chaga. And chaga has been clinically shown to increase your NK cell activity. So your natural killer cells over 300%. It's also the most powerful antioxidant that we've ever seen in the history of humanity that humans actually consume. Powerful antioxidant. Powerful anti cancer, powerful immune system regulator. So that's what I use in the morning. I'll get some chaga and sometimes I'll have it straight or I'll blend it with some hot water, some healthy fat. So this could be some ghee, this could be some grass fed butter, this could be some coconut oil, some MCT oil things like that, a little bit of cinnamon, maybe some other fun medicinal herbs you could throw in there. But this has been the daily thing that I've done for the past few months, and I highly recommend you start doing the same thing. They also have the mushroom coffees, and my wife is a big fan of these. And so the mushroom coffee mix has cordyceps and chaga in there. And today she ran out. She was like, where's my, where's my coffee? You know, she's not even ever since we've been together, she hasn't been a coffee drinker, but this has been her daily thing. She loves the way it makes her feel. And she doesn't get some weird kind of caffeine spike and crash as well. So head over and check them out Forsigmatic.com sigmatic.com forward slash model for 10% off. Now back to the show. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We're talking with Dr. Jay Tita and just blowing our minds Mm -hmm. and talking about lose weight here. uh, The information in his newest book and metabolic effect and just amazing, amazing, amazing insights about health, overall fitness and fat loss. And so what we were just talking about was this concept of eat more, exercise more, eat less, exercise less. So how would those be put together? How can we do them at the same time? Please tell me, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. This part for all you listeners, this is the part where you have to I got to give you one idea before I launch into how to do this. And that idea is a concept called structured flexibility. So you might think, Jade, what what does structured flexibility mean? Essentially what it means is I'm going to give you a structure. I'm going to give you something to follow. I'm going to give you a prescription, a recipe. But because the metabolism is changeable and because the metabolism is individual, you have to then take that structure and learn to tweak it and adjust it based on your individual responses. So I want to be clear about that because what I'm getting ready to tell you is going to work for 30%, 40%, maybe even 50% of the people and then others are going to have to tweak it a little bit. So here's how this works, right? We're talking about this idea of how do we do this eat less, exercise less and eat more, exercise more so we can burn fat and build muscle at the same time. I'm going to give you two ways to do this and uh, one way is going to be specifically for females and the other way is just going to be for everyone. Let's take an example of a busy business person, man or woman, right, who is busy during the week and is going crazy and is traveling and is in and out of meetings and all that kind of stuff. Based on that lifestyle, he or she should choose and eat less, exercise less approach maybe Monday through Friday, right? So they're walking a lot, they're trying to get their steps up, they're definitely moving, but they're not crushing it in the gym and because they're not, they're not overly hungry, they don't have a ton of cravings and they can reduce their calories or carbs down to a normal level. And they don't have to worry about food. They don't have to worry about necessarily getting in and out of the gym. That's the eat less, exercise less approach during the week, let's say, Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday. Now, on the weekends, right, on the weekends, all of a sudden, they want to hang out with their friends. Their calories go up. They have a chance to get to the gym, go for long runs, maybe train with weights, do that kind of stuff. And what ends up happening at that point is they can shift into an eat more, exercise more approach. So what happens is during the week, they're burning fat. During the weekend, they're building muscle, and this works very, very well. By the way, let's say they go on vacation down to the Caribbean or something, right, and they're parasailing and surfing and hiking and rock climbing and all that kind of stuff, and they're not worried about food. There might be a brief amount of time where they go eat less, right, or uh, eat less, exercise more during that Caribbean vacation. But they won't be doing that for long. It's only 10 days or so. Then they come back home, and they are back in this eat less, exercise more balance Again, maybe they go on vacation, they go up to, you know, Manhattan during the the winter for Christmas or something like that with their family and it's cold and they don't want to get to the gym. They're eating a lot. They're hanging out with family. Maybe during that four to 10 days, they're in the eat more, exercise less phase. But it's not a problem because they're only in it for a little bit of time and then they go back home and they're back and forth between this eat less exercise less and eat more, exercise more phase. So they live in that sort of balance. And then every once in a while, they go into these other phases. And this is what people do intuitively. So this is one way to do it. Another way to do it would just be like, on the days you train heavy with weights, you eat more. On the days you don't, you eat less. This is another way to do it. And by the way, I bet you a lot of people listening to this, they're like, wow, Jade, this is interesting because I know a lot of people where I myself do this naturally and it's always worked for me. So that's the first thing you want to do. And you want to play with this. You might say, how do I play with this? Well, your hunger, energy and cravings guide you. Keep your heck in check. Go back and forth between eat less, exercise less, eat more, exercise more. Keep your heck in check and you are going to get the results. Burning fat, building muscle. Now for you women, I have one very cool thing that I'll tell you. Women who are menstruating can use this effect where during the first part of their menstrual cycle, they can do sort of the eat more, exercise more approach. And the reason why is because Estrogen is higher during this time, and estrogen is very much like testosterone for men. It helps women build muscle better. It helps women burn fat better. It's an anti-insulin and an anti-cortisol hormone. So when estrogen is around in higher amounts, women get a nice push and can kind of push on their metabolism a little bit more with extra diet exercise. Now, in the second half of the cycle, after ovulation, right, where things start to change a little bit for women, estrogen levels drop relative to progesterone. What that means is now you have to be a little bit more careful about stressing your body out. So at this point in time, you want to go eat less, exercise less. And this allows you to have this very nice cycle of two weeks in eat more, exercise more, and two weeks in eat less, exercise less, timed with the unique hormones of the cycle. And the phenomenal results with this uh, this approach are really, really interesting in what happens for women. I'll give you one more tidbit before I shut up. <laughs> no, the this is good, man. Oh, keep is it coming. Right at, right at Menzies, there's something else magical that happens for women that you can use. Right at Menzies, both estrogen and progesterone drop. Well, estrogen and progesterone have uh, receptors all over the body, including in the brain. And so, when estrogen and progesterone drop in a female's brain, guess what else falls? Dopamine and serotonin yeah. and GABA and some of these other brain chemicals. So, guess what will restore those very naturally? Something that most people, most women will crave around menses anyway, and that is cocoa. Chocolate. Cocoa powder is a really nice thing to do now chocolate and cocoa powder are a little different right because chocolate has fat and sugar in it cocoa powder is just the actual cocoa mass that you use to bake cakes take cocoa powder one tablespoon in water stir that up if you need a little sweetener maybe put some stevia in there but it elevates brain chemistry so you women who are having carbohydrate cravings and sweet cravings around menses this is a really nice way to shut those down and so i gave you a few ways to use eat less exercise less and eat more exercise more the trick though is make sure you acknowledge and respect your own metabolic expression psychology and personal preferences long as you have the ideas you can put this together any way you want and it's very important that you play metabolic detective instead of Mm -hmm. playing dieter
1: Absolute man revolution I'm saying it's a revolutionary right here <laughs> oh yeah first of all I'm in love with the cocoa yeah, alright yeah. gotta <laughs> put that out there first so what he just mentioned just to reverse engineer this is so good um, with that And I've seen this across the board for many, many years, but that craving for chocolate, but specifically if we can get the more concentrated, like you said, the powder, the cake, then also we want to look at some of the other compounds that are in there. So we've got uh, serotonin, we've got anandamide, which is a.k.a. the Mm -hmm. bliss chemical. We also have these other precursors, really interesting compounds and also magnesium, great source of magnesium, which is a known blood builder because what's about to happen now? So absolutely amazing but what he's talking about here and what he's pioneered is this revolutionary way of thinking which is just captain obvious once you hear him talk to talk about it and break it down female phase training all right basically being able to essentially cross train your period all mm-hmm. right, and what things are going to be optimal at what times and getting back to honoring you and your body and your connection with nature and life versus what you should be doing. You know, I think it's so refreshing and so powerful and
0: harmonious, just harmonious. Look at
1: you because we
0: go through these phases and cycles and we're doing this dance to try to figure out how to navigate those through some other course. And this, resonates as peace and order and proper and it's harmonious yeah
1: well i, I want to thank you for sharing that man and of course we could talk much more about that but i there's also another big thing that haunts people that i want you to dive into and this is his concept about spot treating fat areas or Ooh. trouble areas on your body you know for many years early in my career i would say that that's not Possible. But I was before I actually was not regurgitating what professors were saying and actually thinking for myself. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely I'm sorry. It's just not true. So you can it can spot be that. However, OK, this is some caveats here. Okay. And he's going to talk about this as well. But we've got to understand, number one, we're, the goal is overall health well, and yes. well-being and absolutely. vitality. But you can absolutely target. Uh, certain stubborn areas. Good. Uh, for sure. But, you know, again, it really boils down to because people used to come into my office and they'd be like, I'm mm-hmm. to yeah, get rid you know, of my gut. And they're like, I'm fine everywhere. Just. Right. And here. they grab it. And they, they like, grab their belly and like, mm, like, like their hand shake it, it, it at me. To I just want to get rid of this. Or like, you know, they would, you know, whip out their arm and like <laughs> just. The, and they put it so.
0: That's oh, right. Like, See back here. Personal space. Take care of this person. You know, here, so yeah. com-
1: you're so comfortable to just do that right oh now. Oh my gosh So I've seen that before. And, you know, but uh, so a lot of people, they have. Th- their own trouble areas, the mm-hmm. places they want to target. So, uh, let's let's dive in and talk about. Can you talk about targeting the area? What is going on there?
2: Yeah. Well, first of all, spot reduction—the idea that you can exercise a muscle and have fat be burned around that area—is not true. Okay. But you can uh, speed fat loss from stubborn areas. So let me explain how this works. You have areas of your body, when when you're exercising, you burn fat from all over, but you'll burn fat faster from certain areas than other areas. Now, uh, women know what this is like, right? I can't tell you how many times during uh, my career as a personal trainer, women would say, I've lost weight but I could swear my butt my hips and my thighs have gotten bigger and I've lost it in my breast and my waist right this happened all yeah. the time now of course I was measuring so I knew that their their butt their hips and thighs had also lost size it's just that their upper body lost so much more so right. what would happen is it was almost like you know let's say you know um two times the fat burn in the breast and waist and arms for a woman and then less in the lower body right obviously she was burning fat from all over so why does this happen and by the way it happens for men too it happens because fat tissue is associated with two different types of receptors there's alpha receptors and there's beta receptors now without getting into all the biochemistry I'll give you an easy way to understand this think B for beta and burn the beta receptors burn fat. Think A for alpha and anti-burn, the alpha receptors, slow fat release. So certain areas of the body, the butt, the hips, the thighs in women, the love handles in men have more alpha receptor density then beta receptor density. And so when you just do the eat less, exercise more approach, what happens is you will lose fat quickly from the areas that have more beta receptors and more slowly from the areas that have more alpha receptors. Hence why a pear shaped woman who goes on a marathon running program and cuts calories will become a more pronounced pear shape. Sure, she'll lose weight, but she's going from a larger pear to a smaller, more pronounced pear. And that's not what she wants to have happen. The beautiful thing about this, though, is how do we control alpha receptor and beta receptor density? There's many ways to do this. One of the best ways to do it is to cycle the diet, just like we talked about, going from an eat less, exercise less approach to an eat more, exercise more approach. And here's why. When the metabolism begins to compensate, one of the things that happens is thyroid hormone begins to take a hit. Well, thyroid, Upregulates regulates beta receptors and down regulates alpha receptors. And so when you start seeing thyroid hormone begin to decline during a weight loss program, metabolic compensation, all of a sudden you're getting yourself into a problem and your stubborn fat areas are actually becoming more stubborn. So here's the interesting thing. Remember I told you guys, right? And you're probably saying, oh, my God, Jay, it's more bad news. But remember I told you going on a diet can actually make you fatter. Not only can it make you fatter, but it can make your fat parts more stubborn mm. and so you must learn to cycle the diet when you do that you keep thyroid hormone up and regulated you pr- preferentially stimulate beta receptors down regulate alpha receptors and get a more uh, global fat loss and so that you're losing fat from these stubborn areas at a similar rate now it gets a little bit more interesting than that because there are certain things that you can do lower carbohydrate diets will up regulate betas versus alpha and actually sean mentions something at the beginning of the program is really interesting, but green tea extract and uh, a compound called coleus for scoli. Um, Both of these will bypass the receptors altogether and stimulate fat loss a little bit better as well. So this is a really interesting way to look at this. Now, I will make one caveat. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Green tea extract and coleus, because I know people are just like, oh my god, I'm just going to go get green tea extract and take this coleus and I'll lose fat. (laughs) No, you won't if you don't get the diet and exercise first. Supplements are just that. They add a little bit of an extra kick. But if you're eating a high calorie, high carb diet they're going to do absolutely nothing and you're throwing your money away so you need to train right you need to eat right you need to cycle the diet and when you get that right if you throw these in now you're going to start making a difference so yes you can burn fat from these stubborn areas but you need to know how to do it and it's not that difficult just learn to cycle your diet back and forth take control of metabolic compensation, keep your heck in check, mm-hmm. be flexible and changeable with your approach and your metabolism will respond. Remember, Sean said this, too. And, and I really like this. Your metabolism could care less about your vanity concerns. <laughs> it does not care uh, about how you think you want to look in the mirror. It will respond when it is forced to respond. The last thing the metabolism will respond to is you doing the same thing ad infinitum. Eat less, exercise more, all the time, the metabolism is laughing at you. It's like, what are you crazy? I adapted to that months and months ago and you're still doing it. What are you stupid? That's what the metabolism is saying to you. Now you need to be like, okay, all I need to do is be changeable in my approach, be adaptable in my approach, be a metabolic detective in my approach. And all of a sudden, not only will you burn fat, but you'll burn it from these stubborn areas as well.
0: We. I got the golden ticket. I got the golden ticket.
1: <laughs> All right. Shout out to Willy Wonka. All right. So super, super powerful yeah. and insightful. And this should. This is game changing. This mm-hmm. is absolutely game changing stuff. Just and, watch. You know, one of the things that. It's so it's so funny how we fall into these patterns of of reality and activity, and we're doing a lot of things. You know. In success, it's finding something that works, and you and you keep doing it. But but you also have to be flexible, right? But what we're doing oftentimes in modern society is we find something that that doesn't work, and we become great at it, all right? <laughs> right. And so that's like the kind of telltale mm-hmm. um, line that a lot of us are going down. You know, we're, we're we're buying into bad information, and look at the results. Like that's all we have to do is look around us, look mm-hmm. at our culture, look at our society, and we see very clearly. There's a lot of smart people, but your metabolism metabolism doesn't care how smart you are. Mm-hmm. These are a lot of great people, good people, um, giving people, but it doesn't matter. It matters are you doing the right thing? Sure, you know, and your genes expect you to do certain mm-hmm. things, all the way down to what your DNA is doing. It's expecting you to do certain things, and what he's talking about is a way of life that we've evolved doing, versus today where we are trying to find a way to manufacture mm-hmm. and get back in touch with what is real and natural. And so a couple of things real quick. Number one, I'm so glad because when he said this, I was like, thank you. (laughs) The supplements, all right? These are supplemental, all right? We're talking about maybe 5% difference. It's gonna be one to five percent of that last bit. You've gotta have the other stuff dialed in first. Mm-hmm. So don't ask me what supplement you should take <laughs> for losing fat. Get get the uh oh, time or the bazillion, you know, <laughs> but you it's really nickel, yeah. getting those big pillars locked in first. Mm-hmm. All right. That's like the little kind of paint job outside mm-hmm. the house of that mm-hmm. you're that Touch you're up. building. All right. And also he kicked this off by talking about the fact that we can't spot treat with exercise. Yep. So if your thing is like I'm going to do 200 sit ups a day and so I can give me a six pack, I guarantee you're going to build an amazing six pack underneath a lot of, mm. uh, of fluff. For sure. Right? Yep. Underneath a lot of soft gelatinous stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he talked about <laughs> this phenomenon that a lot of us see, which is the. And I, it's the first time I hear somebody call it out, the, the muscle fat. Right. You're being, you're somebody's, their muscle fat phenomenon, which is AKA swole. Right. All right. That's when you're swole. <laughs> and then the skinny fat, AKA SpongeBob SquarePants. Right? <laughs> you heard it here first. So that's the type of things we fall into by mm-hmm. just jumping primarily into those two camps and bringing this to bear is a game changer for people.
0: Very much so. And especially this piece about listening to your body. Listen to that heck and check. Your body's signaling like, hey, 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 we need to swap it up here. I did all I need to do. Now go with me. Yeah. But we ignore it like Bugs Bunny. Yeah, shut up, shut up. You know, we got to go ahead and hear that and respond to it. And I really appreciate that he put it in terms that we can relate to.
1: Jade, this has been incredible. And I, if you could, can you talk a little bit about what people are going to find in your newest book and lose weight here and also let people know where they can find the book.
2: Yeah. The, the truth of the matter, of this book, the title, I'm not a fan of because it really doesn't say what it was. I wish it was called The Metabolic Detective because that's what you're going to learn how to do here. Here's the thing, you guys listening. Um, I don't know your body. Neither does any research study know your body. Neither does anybody who writes a diet book know your body. So this book is really teaching you to essentially say there is no diet out there you find and you follow. That is a huge fallacy. The correct approach is to create the diet that works for you based on your metabolic tendencies, your psychology and your personal preferences. In other words, to do this right, you have to build the diet for you. My one of my heroes is Bruce Lee. He says it really well. He says, absorb what is useful, discard what is not add what is uniquely your own. That is what this book is trying to get you to do. So I hope when you read this book, you don't read it like you read every other book and say, Jade told me to do X, Y, Z, therefore I'm gonna do X, Y, Z. The way I want you to read this book is I want you to read it, take what you can use from it, and then also throw out the stuff that doesn't work for you, and then add your unique psychology and personal preferences into that so you end up with a unique diet specifically for you you should not be doing the lose weight here program you should be doing your program the perfect program for you one more thing how do you know if it's working three things right your heck is in check your body composition is changing in the right direction and your blood labs and vitals and blood pressure and all that kind of stuff is moving in an optimal healthy direction You get those three things right. You know, you've got the right diet for you. And I will be incredibly happy if you adjust the approach in this book to make sure you get that.
1: Absolutely. And what successful people do is they find something that works and they keep doing it. So those three things, when you start seeing those things moving in the right direction, like you just mentioned, that is a cue. No matter how the scale is moving, because that's the least Uh, Indicative of success. All right. We've got to really get this through our heads as well But these other three things the scale of course will come absolutely But these are the things to focus on if those are moving in the right direction. Keep doing it follow that path All right, don't don't give up because you know, you didn't lose 20 pounds in the first uh, two weeks like on those TV shows and you hear the long-term effect of damaging your metabolism like that for the sake of Television. Right. Tell a vision. All right. <laughs> what vision, vision are right. you telling? Right. All right. What vision up. are you telling? Now, Jay, I thank you so <laughs> much. I've got one final question for you, man, and I'm interested yep. to hear your answer. What is the model that you're here to set with the way that you're living your life?
2: You know, honestly, for me, we each have an individualized approach that we need to honor. My I have a belief, right? I have a belief that each of us humans have a desire a drive inside us we know we are meant for greatness in some way shape or form and my passion is to help people see that greatness in themselves and to me when you do that that's when you're building meaning in your life and you're building legacy and i will say this to you guys thank you for the magic that you and jade are making happen and educating all of us Uh, your your meaning and your legacy uh makes a huge difference. So, thank you from the bottom of my heart and all you listeners, thanks for spending time with me. Oh man, thank you. I received that, brother. Thank you.
1: That's a first. I know right. The Jade throwing the kisses out to Jade. Well, yes. everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh Jade, one more thing. Let people know where they can find your book and where they can, where they can connect with you.
2: Yeah, if you can get with me on jadetita.com and metaboliceffect.com at jadetita on all the social networks. Thanks so much, guys.
1: Hey, my pleasure, man. So, guys, make sure to pick up Lose Weight here. All right. Pick up that and also check out Metabolic Effect, all things to do with Metabolic Effect. Fantastic. As you can see today, I mean, my goodness, Jade is a is a leader, a true leader in this field. And it would not be advantageous to yourself to not follow this advice. This mm-hmm. is something to add to your superhero utility belt and to really put into action because that's what it's about. Again, we, we're going to keep on saying this until we truly embody this. It's not about gaining knowledge. It's about applying that knowledge right. because we don't want to walk around being human filing cabinets, knowing a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Guess what I know? I don't care. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Show me what you do. Then I'll know what you know. Yeah. You know, that was deep right there. Yeah. All right. I'm going to that, that I'm so going I'm tweeting it right. now. <laughs> but guys, I truly appreciate you tuning in and make sure, again, to put this into action for yourself. And this is just this is just the beginning of what we're going to be delivering for you guys. Mm. All right. So many more amazing episodes, but none. None more important than this moment right here and really absorbing what Dr. JT has shared with us today so graciously. So thank you so much for tuning into the show. Have an amazing day and I'll talk with you soon. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to theseanstevensonmodel.com. That's where you can find the show notes. And if you got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome yeah. and you're loving it. Yeah. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. I promise to keep give you more powerful,
0: empowering, great content to help transform your life. Take care.